to say yes sir and then the bible goes on to say eh hey, hey, if you are obedient you are calling the bible alaba shake bredo sokolo hey hallelujah ah no let's do this thing give me first peter chapter 3 the word of God in their lives. Now, with a lesson we have learned from Jesus, where he said, I do what I see my father do. We too ought to be the same. If you get to know that uh, pastor is able to spend a lot of time just studying the word of God and growing in it. There's a strong spirit of revelation upon his life. We get to see this even in the depth of the scriptures, the, 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 the truths that come to light when he is sharing the scriptures. You can tell that this man has spent some time with this word. It's not something that was just baked overnight. It's something that he has spent some time meditating. You, sometimes you even tell, you know, as I was preparing my sermon and praying. You see, those are certain things that, that, that we get to see. And if you too want to be able to walk in a similar dimension, you have seen Godu. You see, one of the, the, the definitions of honor is to acknowledge or recognize certain graces. So certain graces sometimes, all you just need to do is recognize it. But depending on what you recognize, when you application number, bah, you begin to see that, Akasha, I had received it also me. 
you are there now, it's zero two. You are studying the word of God. You are studying the word of God. You are hungry for the word of God. Not to a poor poor. Zero three. When you see a person pray and pray for long hours, and then you begin to appreciate, you begin to appreciate the ability that this person possesses, this person who is your guide, this person who is your mentor, this person who is your teacher, a man of God, a man of God can pray. After you see, God do. I mean, if Jesus did the very same thing, he said, I do what I see my father do. So certain things were just a lot easy to apply. You see him cast out devils. Now we make a foil to my demon. There are a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find one, two, or three. Make them match like <laughs> someone I know. Exercise your authority. The Bible says these are the signs that shall accompany them that believe. In my name, they shall. They shall. So those are doing things. They did not just receive faith and it ended there. They did not just believe and it ended there. They put to practice. They too had an urgency. That's why it doesn't even say these are the signs that shall accompany them that are trained. There is an urgency of action for some of these things to be done. They shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall get well. There is an urgency of action. Someone say urgency of action. Urgency of action. Praise the Lord. So, it says, with urgency of action, to your faith add virtue. and to virtue knowledge. Let me read the rest of the passage. <clears throat> I'm reading it from the Amplified Classic. So it says, for this reason, adding your diligence to the divine promises. So if we swap, did adding your urgency of action to the divine promises. Which means the moment you find a promise, you're fast, fast, you're going to act on it. The moment you find a promise, fast, fast, you're going to act on it. Amen. Amen. So it says, employ every effort. Are you hearing that? Every effort. This is action. I don't know how much I can emphasize this. Employing every effort in exercising your faith to develop virtue. Then he calls it excellence, resolution, and Christian energy. Which means we have the ability to be able to develop our Christian energy. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to be able to develop Christian energy. Amen. 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 This same chapter, if we go to verse 8, it's the, 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 the same 
Second Peter chapter one verse eight, which we have been looking at from the Amplified Classic, it says, "For these qualities are yours and increasingly abound in you. They will keep you from being idle." So we've already seen from step one how they'll keep you from being idle, because if you are adding to your faith virtue, which we've called excellence, which we have called Christian energy. How are you going to be idle? Eh? The energy now is a full follow. Then you just want to leave it as potential. <laughs> but that is not your portion. Amen. 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 I'm sorry, I'm just asking. Let me, let me, let me. My time is running out. So, for this reason, adding your diligence to divine promises, employ every effort in exercising your faith to develop virtue. That's excellence, resolution, and Christian energy. And in exercising virtue, develop knowledge. And in exercising knowledge, develop self-control. And in exercising self-control, develop steadfastness, which is patience and endurance. And in exercising steadfastness, develop godliness. And in exercising godliness, develop brotherly affection. And in exercising this brotherly affection, develop Christian love. Mm -hmm. Then that's when he says, for if all these qualities... Mm -hmm. Now one thing you'll notice is that with diligence, his urgency to act, he realized he just can't act anyhow. He is a son of an excellent God. He's a daughter of an excellent God. Mm -hmm. So, developed excellence. With that urgency to act on the promises that were given, came with it Christian energy. There are certain things, I'll tell you this, there are certain things, certain tasks that you might want to do but you're feeling lazy. Then the moment you start them, all of a sudden now the energy number flies. Mm -hmm. And then you keep on going, keep on going. And then you begin to wonder where the problem was. The problem is always at the starting. Mm -hmm. So, if you can just overcome the starting phrase by always being agency of action, by always acting, a promise comes in, you be like, ah, this one, this one I need to have, this one I need to apply. As you are practicing that, you begin to even learn more excellent ways of doing the very same thing. Mm -hmm. And as you grow in your excellence in that specific field, you then begin to increase in knowledge. Because it said, and in exercising virtue, develop knowledge. So it's as you're exercising one that you get to develop the next. As you're exercising the next, you get to develop the next. As you exercise the next, you get to develop the next. And this is the way in which you ought to grow for you to be more productive in your Christian faith. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So the type of knowledge here that is mentioned is a very famous Greek word that we hope it's not very well, which I will not say, by the way. But this is knowledge that we gain based on personal experience. Mm -hmm. What does this mean? Which means as you were urgent to act, as you were urgent to act, 
you started finding more excellent ways of doing certain things. And as you were now doing the same things excellently, applying the principles of God, you now came to a point where this promise that's being talked about is no longer something that I have heard about from you. It's no longer something that I know about, but something that I know. I have a personal experience now. I can look back at my life and say, there, that's where I saw the Lord fulfill that scripture. There, that's where I saw the Lord fulfill that scripture. Because it has now become a personal experience to you. Amen. Amen. And once it becomes a personal experience to you, it becomes easy for it now to even move to the next phase where you develop endurance, patience, and perseverance. Because you have a personal experience. You've seen the Lord achieve or, 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 or bring to... To, 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 to being certain promises that he told you. And now, when you are found in a season of waiting, you are no longer bothered. You've learned how to endure. You are in a situation where everything is not working the way you ought, where it ought to, the way you, you, you expect it to, but you are not complaining. Mm -hmm. Because you know that he who has promised is mm -hmm. faithful. Mm -hmm. That he who has promised is faithful. I'm sure Abraham saw a number of things that the Lord had done for him. A number of things that the Lord had done for him. Such that he was like, if the Lord was able to, he had personal experiences that built within him endurance. And because of that, he knew that, ah, God has promised. He will achieve. Mm -hmm. It even came to a point where when God asked for his son, he knew that, ah, he said you make me father of nations. So if you do it in a way that I don't understand, I really want to see how this will work. Mm -hmm. He will fulfill. He will still make me a father of many nations. Because he had that personal experience with the word of God. Mm -hmm. That personal experience built something in him. Mm -hmm. Something that just couldn't be taken away anyhow. Mm -hmm. Something that whichever storm or trial came his way, he was not budged, budged or moved. That's why it says, and Abraham not wavering in his faith. He was there, firm, Steadfast. Amen. Amen. Now, one thing I want you to know from like Mark chapter 4 verse 17 is that the, there are certain persecutions or trials that come for the sake of the word that you have received. Because these persecutions and trials are coming as an opportunity for you to be able to put your faith into practice. That you may be able to develop a personal experience with that word. 
But what mostly happens is that when that challenge comes, the person begins to think that the word they received does not work. And when that happens, it's like number Wabamboksula, the scripture. You are losing faith. Instead of applying your faith, you are killing it. Nanga, why is this stone here now? Shani, 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 shani. It's been three days. This, this, that, that. Hmm? When in the actual sense that opportunity came so that you should be able to exercise your faith. And the Bible says, for this reason, when trouble or persecution comes, after we hear the message, people don't end up believing it. Instead, they complain and all these other things, and they end up falling away. Just like that. This, I've described, are the seeds that fall on the gravel road. Tumagravio are the troubles that they find along the way. And instead of them now exercising their faith, they begin to complain about how this stone is big, this chimagravio is standing in this way. Now, you can't do the kasanishanishani and feel the kamahiti. And they end up losing out. But thank God that's not your case. Amen. Because you are good soil. Amen. 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 So, there are many other things. That's why I said that for the rest, you, you have a personal study. Because we looked at a number of different things. And how exercising one develops the next, exercising one develops the next, exercising one develops the next. Make sure that even as you grow in your Christian faith, you are always diligent. Mm -hmm. Speed to act. Urgency to act on the word of God. Mm -hmm. When a problem comes, a trial comes, take advantage of that trial. See it as an opportunity for your faith to be made complete. For your joy to be made full. Amen. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so we are almost uh, there. Amen. Amen. So, how to prepare our hearts to receive the Lord? So there are a number of ways in which we can prepare our hearts to receive the word of God. But I'll focus on only three. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Number one. Every time you're going to receive the word of God, get rid of your misconceptions or preconceptive ideas that you might have had in relation to the scripture that is being shared or the passage that is being shared. Because those ideas, 
those thought patterns could have a way of influencing your ability to receive that message. And you might end up missing out. The Bible talks about having their minds sheared as a hot iron. Which means there are certain thought patterns that the enemy might have orchestrated in certain people's heads. Such that if they went to church, but were not necessarily ready to let go of that ideology, the moment the man of God says, okay, today we are talking about first fruits, Bahama again, if you are giving. Right there, They've, everything that will be said after that will have no effect in that person's life. Because they haven't gotten rid of their misconception or preconception of whatever is being shared. Now, every time we go to listen to the word of God, it's not like we know what we're going to learn. Take syllabus here school. Some schools don't really give syllabus in school. But yes, when we get to hear the word of God, we receive it with joy, with excitement. And we, we, we develop an expectation. So when, when someone is like trying to share something, even if you know it, approach it with the mindset of a child. Like, wow, what am I going to learn today? You are excited. Mm -hmm. You're looking forward to this lesson. Amen. Amen. Never get familiar with the word that is being shared. Amen. Amen. Number two. After you receive the word of God, or you, you learn the message of our Lord Jesus Christ, always make it a point in your mind that you are going to practice what you have learned. Which means, the moment you leave that place, the moment you leave that area, the moment you leave the church, the moment you switch off your phone because you are finished listening to this sermon, look for an opportunity to exercise the things that you have learned. An example is uh, Matthew 28, verse 19, which says, Go up there and make disciples of all nations. The moment you receive that message, ah, grab it, and with urgency of action, look for someone who you can preach the message to. Look for someone who you can share the gospel with. Amen. Amen. As you practice it, you begin to see uh, you begin to see different ways in which you can be able to, to do it. You begin to refine your technique, your strategy. It's one time the Holy Spirit revealed to me that evangelism is like a baby walking. No baby just gets born and starts walking. Of course, there will be trial and error. You will take two steps, you will fall down. But as you are learning, the more you, even the baby doesn't give up. So they want to step outside, go greet people, they'll go say hi. They say hi to random strangers. You're afraid of talking to strangers. So start somewhere. 
Bah, you need to, ah, hi, how are you? Ah, fine, ah, you bypass. Ah, ah, hi, how are you? Ah, fine, you bypass. Ah, you are standing there. <laughs> then, the next time, you probably try to lengthen the conversation. Ah, hi, how are you? How's your day going? I know my day is going fine. Don't you have five minutes of your time? Ah, yes, this, this is that. Da. Before you know it, you've even got to become a nice strategy. Personal one. That you have developed through experience. That you have developed through constantly practicing it. Putting that word into action. Amen. Amen. And should you find any challenges or troubles that come for the sake of the word, never complain. Never complain. In the Bible we are told that eh, do not do not do not be anxious for anything. But with a thankful heart make your requests known to God. Which means complaining there is no. No matter how tough the situation may seem. Instead, thank God. Amen. Amen. Number three, practice discipline. Sometimes the reason why the word is not effective or effectual or bringing fruit in your life is because you are just indisciplined. Yes, sometimes it's just as simple as that. Lazy, lazy, filia. No, it is too cold to pray. No, I'm tired. Let me just sleep a bit. Ah, kapoje kaya tu aramba maelo. Let us be disciplined. Amen. In this same passage of scripture that we've been reading, it talks about having escaped the corruption and the lusts of this world. Some of these lusts escaping them would need discipline. Would need discipline. Apostle Paul was saying that I box my body so that at the end of it all, I should not be found wanting. I should not, I should not be disqualified by the very same message that I preach. One of the ways in which you can do that, you discipline your body, you tame it, is through fasting. Because when you are fasting, you are telling your body that I'm not going to give you what you want, no matter how much you want it. Even there is no. <laughs> and one of the strongest forces that the human body has is its desire to eat. <laughs> Number two is its desire to be entertained. Mm -hmm. So if you can tame your body, where food no longer phases you. And then you were working for the Lord before you know it. Pass 24 years in another fast. Nothing to extend in your fast year. Just discipline your body <laughs> and continue fasting. Amen. You might have gotten carried away because you were doing the work of the Lord or your academics. Either way, 
stay disciplined. Are we together? Yes. So you see, this, there are many other ways, yes, other ways you can honor the word of God, you can, your perception of the person that is ministering and all those other things. There are many other ways, but these, this is just to show you that there is a way in which we ought to respond to the word of God. Mm-hmm. There is a way in which we ought to respond to the word of God. And if we get to respond to the word of God in the way that we ought to, we will get to see ourselves become more productive in our knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We will get to see ourselves bear fruit to a higher and a higher degree. Are we together? So, in closing, The more you grow like this, the more productive you will be in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because you are good soul. Amen. 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 Okay, thank you very much. <laughs>